Good morning, and thanks again for joining us on the Failure to Freedom podcast. In this podcast, we will discuss topics of struggles in the workplace, relationships, finances, health, and personal life. The points in time where we've been at our lows and the freedom to fail our way to success. We're all failing, steering our ship in the direction we think leads to land. Going head on into every storm life throws our way, this will be a journey unlike any other. We welcome you to join us as we dive deep into the open water that is our freedom. Join with me today again for this glorious episode is Weston. Good morning, Weston. How are you doing today? Good morning, Chris. I'm, I'm doing great. I have no complaints whatsoever. No worries. Today's topic is no wasted days. We go over past experiences in the workplace, our personal life, the motivation we've experienced and some of the opportunities for growth and expansion that we've had in our lives. Starting off with no wasted days, what that means is that freedom is not bestowed or given to you. It's achieved. And so in your personal life, when you do have time where you're not going to work or going to school or doing chores, some of the mundane things in life, what are you doing with that time? That is like the essence of your freedom right there. That's what a lot of people look forward to. It's their weekend. It's their time off to hang out with friends or play games or recover and relax. What you do there is what sets you up for long-term freedom. That's what compounds for you. And if you aren't utilizing that to your best, I would say you have wasted your day. What I want to start this podcast off with, it's a question for you, Chris, and, and be honest, because I, I, I have certainly had wasted days in my life. And I would ask you, Chris, have you had wasted days? And if so, can you recall how that even made you feel looking back? I actually really appreciate you asking me that question because there was actually a turning point in my life where I felt like I wasn't doing anything productive. I was just going through the motions of surviving every day. Doing what we should be doing, waking up, eating, maybe playing a game. But I didn't really have any direction. I didn't really have any path that I was following. It was just more so of making time go by. And so when, when people talk about no wasted days, I've definitely had my fair share of quite a few. There was a time in which... I lived in an area where we had to drive an hour in either direction to get to a city. There was no jobs available. And I was just going to school online at the time for graphic design. And all the time that I was spending not going to my classes, I was actually just playing video games for eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours a day. And thinking back on that, the one thing that stands out to me the most is if I would have just taken a couple of those hours every day, instead of putting them towards a video game, spent those extra hours maybe learning a new skill, pursuing something with my school, or just finding something else to do with my time that would have been more valuable than playing a game, that would have been huge for me. But now I don't get that time back, and we never do. Launching off of the first episode, it was, you know, don't tell me what you're going to do, show me. Back then, I wasn't showing anyone what I was doing because there was nothing for me to tell. It was just me doing nothing. 
And I think some people get stuck in a loop of doing nothing sometimes. And it's just comfortable for them because it's familiar. That's a very good point that you bring up. And your experience, 8 to 10 to 12 hours out of your day, where you were doing what you wanted to do. But that's the same amount of time that it takes for a full-time job. So freedom requires effort. And if you aren't putting in the effort to create or sustain your freedom, you will lose it. Because your weekend comes to an end. Your time that you enjoyed doing nothing still comes to an end. It's the reason people hate Mondays. I don't hate Mondays anymore. I look forward to Mondays. I wake up and I'm ready to go. I don't get out of my rhythm just because it's Friday or Saturday or Sunday or Monday. Every day is a wonderful day. And I haven't always been that way, but I have put in the work to change my mindset over the years to say, if I wake up, it's a good day. Thinking about what you just said, people take for granted being able to wake up, being able to get out of bed and walk around, being able to go to their job. I know we're kind of in a tough time now. I feel like it wasn't always this way, but consistency has always been the same. You know, people are still going to work. People are still surviving. People are still playing video games. People are still making an effort to have no wasted days or making no effort to have every wasted day. And I mean, it just goes back into, we like to do what, what's familiar to us. We like to eat foods that we've had before that we enjoy. Uh, I'm one of those people. I'll go to a restaurant. If I've been there multiple times, I usually have my go-to item that I always get. For me, the mind frame with that is just, I've had it before. I really enjoy it. I don't want to take a risk to try something else because if I don't like it, then I feel like I had a wasted meal. I had a negative experience. Part of this episode is just reframing and restructuring your mind to think, you know, I shouldn't not go for an opportunity just because I think the outcome will be bad. I should take the steps I need to take to at least try and at the end of the day, if you say, well, it didn't work out, but you know what? Today was a no-wasted day. I tried something new. And freedom is a journey, not a destination. And that's why we've started this podcast is to dive deeper into what that means and what that entails. And just like happiness is a journey, it's not a destination. You don't reach a spot of happiness and stay there. There's highs and there's lows, there's greats and there's average. But we want to compound on those experiences and those decisions that give us the most freedom. So that starts with just saying, okay, so when it's Friday night, what am I doing? And if it, if it benefits me, if it makes me a better person, that's what I want to do. Even if it means staying late at work or uh, going home and putting time in on my own projects, my own goals. I want to make sure that I give myself the same amount of effort, the same amount of determination, the same amount of attention that I gave my workplace for 40, 50 hours a week. I want to make sure that I give myself that same intensity. I don't want to turn that off just because it's, it's Friday night. Hearing you say that actually reminds me of something I heard a long time ago. It was actually at the gym, I believe. 
I was ordering an after workout shake from the little juice bar there. I don't know what it was called, but that's irrelevant. And the guy that was working behind the counter, I asked him, hey, I would like to have this. Have you had it? Is it good? And he looks at me without skipping a beat and says, the best things for you taste bad and the worst things for you taste good. And that actually got me thinking all the things that we may not like as a child, for example, I've heard, I think you've heard this. It's you need to finish your vegetables. You know, as children, we, we don't want to. That's something we don't like. That's something we don't enjoy. And so we don't want to do it. But then as we get older, we find out as adults, there's a lot of things that we don't like to do, but we have to. I mean, when I say we have to, you obviously have choice. If you choose not to do these things, you may not be able to stay above water. You may move into a negative side of your life. Even though at the time we may think these things are negative and these things are bad, the things that we do that we don't always want to do is actually building character. And it's also building yourself up to do the things that, hey, I've been in this boat before. I didn't want to do it then. I don't want to do it now. But I'm a no matter what person and it will get done. To add to what you just said, there have been plenty of times where I didn't want to wake up early to go to school, go to work, to even go for a walk or a run. Part of what you have to do is retrain your thought process to say, this isn't something I have to do. This is something I get to do. I don't ever like to compare my situation with other people or their ailments, illnesses, whatever they are. But I have seen plenty of people in my lifetime who do not have the same capability physically that I do to get up and be upset to go to work. They have the most difficulty in the world just taking a shower or getting dressed or sitting up in bed. That that's the difficult part of their day. The difficult parts of their life are something that I don't even think of. They are still just as capable to have freedom and to have liberty. But physically, they they have more challenges than what I would. And yet here I am finding myself at times in my life where I complain having to go do this. I, I really stress and encourage you guys to change your vocabulary and how you speak to yourself from having to do something to I get to go do that. And that kind of ignites an excitement for whatever it is you're doing. And then by the time you're doing it, it it's actually enjoyable. And I think a lot of Parts of freedom that we forget are it is meant to be enjoyed. It's meant to be relished in. And if you have to do things to get to freedom, you won't enjoy it as much. Another thing about what you said, just kind of springboarding off of that, is there's people that I've met, I'm sure you have as well, and they may not be as capable as we are, but they're happy to do what they're doing. They're happy to be able to have the experiences that they have, whether it be positive or negative. And some of those people I've met have been some of the happiest people I've ever met in my life. And they don't talk about, oh, well, I drew the short straw. I'm not able to do these things as well as other people. Or I'm at a disadvantage in life because of this reason. They kind of woke themselves up from that and they said, you know, I can sit around and I can wallow around in this self-pity and negativity. Or I can just do what I need to do to get the things that I need done. And it's really empowering to see someone that has less 
made with struggles already put in front of them before they even start the race. And the power that they have to get over those hurdles is just invigorating. It makes me want to learn more about that mindset, about how they feel, about how they look at life. And I think that's another thing that people take for granted as well. You know, they don't make it no wasted days at disadvantages. And that's huge. That's very true. And that starts with making the choice not to be defeated. Uh, When we talk about no zero days, you have to decide. That's your first decision of the day is today is not a zero day. When you do see somebody like with the disadvantages in front of them, we all have them. We can sit on them and complain about them and talk about everything that's wrong in our life. Or we can say, you know, there's some frustrations and difficulties in my life, but that's not going to stop me from moving forward. That's not going to stop me from learning. That's not going to stop me from working hard. That's not going to stop me from achieving my goals. That's not going to stop me from doing my best. And I think that is a very complex decision that sets the tone for your day when you say, today is not a wasted day. Yeah. And talking more about the people that struggle as an example, I I do want to bring up like if someone has a physical or mental disability, because they may still take the day head on. And to me, it's almost like that power. It's like something that they're holding in their hand and no matter what, nobody or nothing is going to pry that away from them. And that is the definition of power and success. When you have a dream, for example, of something you want to do, an idea, if you hold on to it tight enough, it doesn't matter what anyone says, does, the experiences you go through, the situations you get put in. If that dream is strong enough, there should be nothing in this world that can pry it from your hands. And I know we're talking about no wasted days, uh, but I also want to touch on no wasted experiences and no wasted interactions. Because oftentimes we find ourselves around people who they're negative, they're pessimistic, they just they want to tear other people's buildings down just so they feel better about themselves. We all know them, their family, maybe their friends, maybe you've worked with them. I don't know, but we all know who they are as far as the experiences that aren't wasted, as far as the interactions that aren't wasted go those people still do serve a purpose in your life, even if it's meant to just change your perception on how you carry about your life. Um, So if somebody is telling you, you can't do something, you can't have this level of freedom, you can't work that job, you can't go to school for that, you can't run this business, I encourage you to not be upset or angry with them, but rather appreciate that they are showing you that what they believe did not have to make an impact on what you're doing. It's just noise. With me, I would say, going back to the title of this episode, No More Wasted Days. One thing that I would like to make very clear to everyone is my definition of a no wasted day is going to be different than Weston's. It's also going to be different than yours. You have to find a way to talk with yourself and say, what can I do today to make it a no wasted day? It could be as simple as making your bed. But what I'd also like to stress is a good way that I go about it. And this is just something that I've always done because it's easy for me to follow. Make a list of 10, 15, 20 things 
that you think that you could change this week, this weekend, and you don't have to do all of them, but just pick some that you say, okay, this is going to be an easy task that I could do, that I could consistently do to make it a no-wasted day. This could be a task that I might struggle a little bit with, but I still think that I can manage to finish it. And this is a task that would be very difficult, but I'm going to at least try. And when you're getting yourself in the mind frame of making that list and making steps like, oh, well, I just made my bed. I can mark that off the list. Oh, well, I just took a shower and brushed my teeth. I can mark that off the list. As silly as that may seem, at the end of the day, when you're going to bed, you could have had the worst possible day imaginable. But when you look at that list and you see five, six, seven things checked off, you can safely say to yourself, that was not a wasted day. It might have been a bad day, but I was productive. And that's what it's all about. That's a really good point that you bring up. Humans love lists. I want to know I've made progress. I want to know I've completed something. I want to know I started and I finished. And if you give yourself a short time frame with relatively achievable things in your life, uh, that can be your chores, that can be reading 20, 30 pages of a book, that can be going for a walk, that can be getting therapy or counseling. You have made a choice to say, I will do something for my benefit. And that instills a level of confidence. That instills a level of personal responsibility and accountability. That instills a level of respect that I don't think most people have for themselves, but yet they demand it of other people. Freedom means the opportunity to be what we never thought we would be. And so if you start making a list to say, well, I, I want to be respected and I want to be accomplished and I want to be all these other things. Both Chris and I encourage you to be whatever it is you want to be. But if you don't know what that is, if you haven't made your list, if you haven't followed through, if you haven't put any thought or effort into what it takes to get there, then your days are wasted. I actually want to shine a light on one of the motivational speakers that I follow pretty consistently. His name is Jim Rohn. And one of the things that he talks about goes well with this list that we're discussing. And the quote is, for your life, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. You might be asking, well, what does that mean exactly? I make plans all the time. I plan to go out. I plan to go to work. I plan to do this and that. I don't mean just planning every day. I mean planning your future. And that's what he means. So making this list... Taking steps to do this daily routines, chores, self-hygiene, whatever the case may be. When you just get it in your mind, this is how my day is going to start and this is how my day is going to end. And this is the consistency that I'm going to hold in my life no matter what. Even if you do maybe less this week, more next week, it becomes second nature. It becomes a habit. And so you start to think, well, this isn't challenging me anymore. What can I do to up the ante? And that's what that means by planning for your future. You're planning for tomorrow. You're planning for next year. You're planning for the next 10 years. You're becoming better. And that's what it's all about. And that's a very good point. Because even if you believe that the things that are in your control are very small and limited and routine, 
why would you not want to control that and get the most out of it? I think of it as like an orange. And if your goal is to get as much juice out of that orange as you possibly can, then I'm going to be squeezing on it as hard as I can. I, I'm putting in the effort. I'm putting in the work so that I can get the most out of it. And that's a, that's a mindset. But it's also done with intention. So if the small things are in your control, do them right every time. Do them to the best of your ability. Make it your trademark. You know, even if all you do is wake up and you make sure that you tell everybody happy birthday, you, you don't know what that does for people. That's not a wasted day. And that goes back to my definition of a wasted day and Chris's definition of a wasted day are different things even compared to what your definition of a wasted day. But if you've made it a point to make sure that other people feel appreciated and welcomed, that's not a wasted day. And that's something that you can look at and say, I did something for me too. And I'm being the person that I want to be. For me, I would say, I'll go ahead and ask you as well, Weston. I I think the no more wasted days for me is kind of a mindset. Even if we feel parts of our life weren't successful, even if we think parts of our life were just at the very bottom, you know, rock bottom. We didn't always think no more wasted days. At the time when things were awful, we might have thought, I just have to make it past this. And I wanted to ask you, Weston, was there a point in your life where you really started to dig in and think about, I will not have any more wasted days moving forward? A point in your life that maybe something happened and you thought, I will not do this again. I will be better. Absolutely. Um, I recall a time, most of my early 20s, even a little bit back into my late teen years, I call it pulling it from the grundle, so to speak. And I know that's a little bit rash, but every day was an effort that was required of me, but it wasn't necessarily something that I wanted to do. I wasn't excited about it. I wasn't ready to do it. I kind of just gritted my teeth and got on with it because that's what needed to be done. And I know that's something that a lot of people feel. It has to be done. And so I'm going to do it. I was working nights, long shifts, 10, 12 hour shifts, sometimes a little bit more at times, but I would get done at 4.30 in the morning. And I recall many nights where I would just listen to music and I was able to kind of work on my own for the most part. 10, 12 hours, I was just, I was just a ball of stress. I was a mess. I was angry. I was bitter. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to do my job. I hated every single second of it. And something just clicked one night. And I don't know if that's just fatigue getting to me, if it's just that's where it was supposed to happen, where I was supposed to have that experience. But it was like a light switch. Something just clicked. And it's like, why am I here if I don't want to be here? And if I don't want to be here, then why am I upset that I'm here? And I could have changed things in my life that didn't put me in that position. I could have made decisions that put me elsewhere. I could have quit. I could have done so many things. I had been in this position for well over a year. And for a year, 365 days straight, I was just bitter and frustrated and angry that I had to be here doing this. And it's like, I didn't have to. But what I failed to do was 
plan accordingly. I said, you know what? I need this job. And that's kind of where that development ended. I had stayed in that position, not really thinking about going forward or what kind of growth needed, what what was needed from me. I just thought, why not me? And then suddenly it clicked and it's like, well, make a plan. If you don't want to be here, make a plan, get a move on, but you're wasting your time and you're wasting your potential by being bitter in the here and now. And that's just where the light switch, it really flipped for me. And I realized I wasn't doing my job at 50% anymore, you know, because that's exhausting too. 50% every day. And you're just, you're kind of running on fumes. But I really started going in for my benefit. I really started thinking about what I needed to learn. I focused on the work relationships and the friendships that I had. And I quit being in the mindset of having to go there and do things that I didn't want to. You know what? I get to go there and I get to see my friends. I get to go there and I get to listen to music. I get to go there and make money. I get to go there and have experiences that I wouldn't otherwise. And I think when you shift your mind around that and understand you don't have to do these things, you still choose to do these things. That's that's my experience where it switched. It really sounds like you took what was a negative situation and after a while you started to really think about it and piece the puzzle together of yeah things might be pretty awful i might always be tired i might hate it here but i do get to enjoy these things about this and that kind of reminds me of going from a glass half empty kind of mind frame to a glass half full And like you said, the experience might not have been the greatest, but uh, one question I did have about it was, since that experience kind of changed your way of thinking, in your jobs you're at now, you know, in the jobs that you've had after that, did you have a plan for getting in there and keeping your mind sound and keeping your experiences positive, even if The job that you had at the time was, again, one of those experiences where this is going to suck, but I need to do it. I need to continue forward. Did you have any of those experiences as well? What I did to combat that, because no matter what job you do, there will be things that you simply don't enjoy. And I think that's a difference that we try to distinguish of you cannot enjoy it and you still need to do it. In order to get through those things, I understood that. The job that I did was, you know, for monetary gain, for my well-being, for other people's benefit. But I also set aside and I said, so what I do now, what my job is, is a reflection of who I am. People see me, they have interactions with me, and that's a representation of my company as well. So I really just made myself a brand and an image and a representative of myself and say, this is how I want to be perceived. This is how I want to be uh, respected. This is how I want to be treated. And you carry yourself and you do things in the, in the name of that. Every word you speak, every interaction you have, everything that you decide to do and everything you don't decide to do is an immediate reflection of who you are. And that really kind of keeps yourself in check. You have said, I choose to be the best. I choose to present myself as the best. And these are the things that kind of guide how you carry yourself. Talking more specifically about jobs in the workplace, for example, 
One thing that I heard from, again, another motivational speaker, Les Brown, a great speaker, by the way, you should go check him out. He says, always do more at the workplace than you're paid for. And at first when he was saying that, I didn't quite understand what he meant. And in certain lines of work, you might be thinking, how would that apply to me? How would that apply to this job? How would that apply to this situation? I'll give you an example. You could be working in an office providing someone a specific service, and you could hate the company you're working for. Kind of like what Weston explained. You don't like it there. You don't want to be there. You don't want to do the things you're doing. You're exhausted, whatever the case may be. But you're providing these people a service. If you go above and beyond and give them the best service possible, they may say, hey, I didn't actually want to work with your company, but because of the experience I had with you, that changed my mind. And so with that, you're not required to give them that great a service. You're there to do a job. And if you're choosing to go above and beyond for customer care, another thing that you could be doing, another step that you could be taking is, oh, well, I really appreciate you saying that. Would it be okay if I sent you an email so that you could give me a review? And if they say yes, what you're also doing is you're building relationships and you're building a portfolio for future endeavors. That way, if you're trying to go for something, a new opportunity, for example, you could present to them, look, in my last job, these people left me reviews of my service. And so for that, that's like kind of indisputable. It's like, oh, well, this guy provided all these reviews of these people that were very pleased with his work, very pleased with his service. And that's very creditable. That's very, very good to have. So that's just one thing that I would say just to think about for your own life and your own no wasted days. That could be an item you put on your list. And I don't do things anymore uh, solely for money. I don't do them for a benefit I might receive. I don't do them for even other people. As problematic as that can sound, my, my main goal is not to do it for my work. It's not to do it for the money. It's not to do it for recognition. I do it for my own personal growth. And I think once you adopt that kind of understanding to everything that you do, everything that you say, everything decide to engage with, you are kind of setting a new routine, a new habit for growth. And it's it's not always easy. Uh, it's actually quite difficult most of the time. But I know that once you hit that spot, for you, people can't bring you to it. It's not just laid out in front of you and you pick a card. But once you hit that spot and you say, things are within my control and I, I do have a decision on how I respond to these things, that, that's when things start to change for you. For me personally, if I ever get stuck to where I'm doing things for money, if I look for a raise or anything like that, I'm already checked out. I'm one foot out of the door. Money is just simply not enough for me to stick around in a bad spot. And I think when you do have something else to work for, that's what keeps you motivated. That's what keeps you doing it. And you think of your, your time off to yourself, you're not being paid in that time off. But you treasure that time off. I, I do encourage you to utilize that and compound on that and make sure that you don't have any of those wasted days. Kind of talking more about the workplace still, uh, one point I wanted to bring up is going back on what Les Brown said, you know, do more than what you get paid for. If you're expecting a raise, if you feel like you're not compensated enough, like, oh, 
I I want to raise. I would work harder if I just got that raise. I would do more work if you paid me a little more. The people that get raises in the workplace are people that are already showing that they're doing more than they're required to. The employer might say, oh, look at Becky. She's doing all this extra work and we're not even telling her to do it. Imagine what would happen if we gave them a raise, how much more work they would do. I know that may sound silly, but in a position where you actually want to be adopting that mindset of doing more than you get paid for, in the end, you're going to reach your goals. That's also going to build great character for you. People are going to see that and say that about you. Becky, she was always great at doing more than we asked her to do. She was always ready to go when it came to adopting new training, new processes, new procedures. And that's the type of employee that that we like. And again, that just kind of leads to good reviews. It builds great character for yourself. You become more dependable. People look at you differently. People will look at you and say, in an essence, that's part of what success is. Doing the things that other people won't do. And I would like to leave off with the idea that freedom requires labor. There is work involved. There is effort involved. Uh, So even if you are recovering, make it a point to still take care of yourself. And that means going to counseling. That means resting. That means taking time where you're not stressed out. But that also means getting things done in the meantime. That means changing your thought process. That means having difficult conversations. That means finding one way where you can be a better person right now, today, and decide to do it. It, it is work, but a lot of it, it's just, it's mind games. It's a mentality. It's, it's hurdles that you force yourself to jump over. And when that becomes a part of who you are, I don't think there's anything that can stop you. One thing I want to say before we close out here, guys, is another motivational speaker, if you will, comedian even, Steve Harvey. He says, the road to success is always under construction. Being successful is going to be work. You're not going to cruise into success. It's not going to happen for you, I can promise you. But if you're willing to take these small steps in your everyday life, you're essentially climbing the steps to get to that point. Things may not always be perfect. Things may not always be what you want them to be. But the biggest step that you're going to take in that journey is putting in the work. And that, in essence, is no more wasted days. We'd like to thank you for joining us today on the Failure to Freedom podcast. Remember, guys, we deliver weekly episodes to our website and other streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple iTunes. If you have any ideas or topics that you would like to discuss, or if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, feel free to reach out to us on failtosale.com. We really appreciate you guys joining us on this episode of Failure to Freedom podcast. And until next time, happy sailing.